Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, tonight. Here we go. At the house that Aroyd and Jeter built, the new Yankee Stadium. By the way, do you like the new Yankee Stadium, Anthony? Yes, I love the new Yankee Stadium. It has everything. At least it's better than the old one. Ooh, the tight corridors. Yeah, Ooh. but you know something? I hate the new Yankee Stadium. It's like a mall. It's like going to a mall. <laughs> so you see, I'm old school, Anthony's new school. Now, Anthony, tonight it's going to be Derek Jeter night at Yankee Stadium because they're honoring him for having been elected to Cooperstown, the Hall of Fame. Only one Major League Baseball writer kept him off the ballot, so he didn't get unanimously elected in like Mariano Rivera did. Do you like uh, David? Uh, do you like Jeter? Yes, I do. I love him. He's a good baseball player. Remember those old good old hits, and then he swanged that bat, and there goes that ball right in there, and then he catched it. So you love Derek Jeter? Yes, I do. Number two. Number two is the great. I hate, I loathe, I despise Derek Jeter, and let me tell you why. Recently, he sat down for an interview with A-Royd, named A-Rod. A-Rod. And they were drinking cocktails and banging them back. And all of a sudden, they were friends. They, hey, well, you know I had it wrong. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, you had the old-timers game at Yankee Stadium. They wouldn't even let the old-timers come out there on the field because most of them were not vaccinated. And guess who didn't show up to old-timers game? Who was that? It was Don Gito. Was very cheated. Yeah. Did not show up. He for the old time show he said. Up. He was too busy, he said. Yeah, he was too busy getting the moolahs and getting the new mansion. Then they were retiring the number mm-hmm. of Paul O'Neill. Lifetime uh, Yankee, right? Very lifetime. Just recently occurred, again, he was not vaccinated, yet he broadcast the games from his home in Columbus, Ohio, with Michael Kay and Coney, who were in the booth. Mm. But... When he came out to the pitcher's mound to talk to the crowd, packed Yankee Stadium. They didn't let the ball players come out of the dugout to meet him because he was not vaccinated. There was no vaccinated. But you know who wasn't even at Yankee Stadium for the retirement Ooh, of Paul O'Neill's Paul number? O'Neill. It was. Derry Gina. Derry Gina. He claimed that he was at a birthday party for one of his daughters. That's a disgraziato. Years ago, when number two, when that number was retired, Paul O'Neill was there along with the other great Yankees. Oh, yes. It was Posada. I mean, kind of run it down. Mm-hmm. You see, when it comes to the world of Derek Jeter, if it ain't about him, it don't count. If it doesn't count, then it's not even in. Even Joe DiMaggio, who is full of himself, would be introduced, the last person in Yankees' old-timer game, as the greatest Yankee of all time. 
Yeah, but no one's bigger than Babe Ruth. Ah, exactly. The really, really classic ones. But Joe DiMaggio, as full of himself as he was, and he was bad. So bad. He would show up for old-timers game. So, hey, Derek, what's your problem? You don't show up for old-timers game. You don't show up for your other Yankees when uh, they're on it, including those who were your world championship uh, mates. The only time you ever show up is when they're honoring you. Because Derek Jeter, it's always been about number two, Derek Jeter, and all about you. That's a double fly to you, even though my son, Anthony, loves Derek Jeter. I do. Oh, the swagger man has no plan, Eric Adams. Oh, you see him again. Look at that smile. He's got a big smile, because you know what this week is, Anthony? Oh, it's Fashion Week, and guess what? He's going to be doing the, the fashion models like this, like old 90s style, and we love it. It's like, oh, I got the greatest fame. Move those hips. Move those hips. That's what he says. It's uh, all in the hips. And that's It's all in the hips, Shakira. Yeah. But this is the one week he dreams about all year long. There could be killings. There's garbage in the streets. There's homeless. There's emotionally disturbed. And then there's taxes. There's the illegal aliens. All of this, Michigan, all of these problems on his watch. And what's the one thing that he's concerned and interested in? Is his money and fashion. Fashion week. Because it's all in the hips. Right, Eric Adams? It's all in the hips. He will be going to every fashion show front row. Exactly. He will be on the runway. Exactly. He's a, he's a supermodel in disguise. It's, exactly. It's like a double, it's like a triple oof. Uh, yeah, too. meantime, there's Anna Wintour there. Oh, there's all these fashion designers. It's like he died and he went to heaven. And each one is going to give him free jacket, free outfit, everything free on the cuff. Exactly. So he gets free meals from the restaurants. He gets free designer outfits he's from the designers. Free ties. And remember, what does he say he's the mayor of? He's the mayor of New York because everything is free. That's Not right. The mayor free. of give it to me for free. I'm the mayor of nightlife. I love to sample the nightlife. Yeah, it's like. <sighs> anyway, this is what Eric Adams, the swagger man, lives for. He lives for the glory days. Not really glory, because he's like a menace to society. If he would have told the voters that this is what he would have spent all of his time doing, going out at nights, partying, and going to fashion shows, your father, I would have been mayor, right? Yes, but not only that, I would be lieutenant mayor. Lieutenant mayor. Been Lieutenant mayor. That's right. We could have run the city, Anthony. Could have run the city. Could have run the city. Good old days, just like the 70s. And Remember, you know something? Eric? We would have found a job for your stepfather. Exactly. My Eric. husband-in-law. Yeah. Former Governor David Patterson. We're coming after you, Adams. And who did he support? He supported Eric Adams. He supported Waru Traditor because his complexion was his protection. Exactly, his bodyguard. So let me tell you something, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. We know that this is what you live for. This is what the money you're spending for, and we're coming after you with all, our flag. All the fashionistas are whining, dining, and pocket lining you. 
You go on free to the fashion shows. You're A-Rose celebrities. Oh, you, it's like you died and went to heaven. And you're getting all your meals free at five-star top-shelf restaurants. You're the mayor, you know what he is, Andy? He is the biggest phony I've ever seen. And what I call a double disgraziata. It's a triple one from me because we're coming after you. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Ah, uh, here he is, Antony. Well, 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 what do we have here? It's Fredo. Yes, it is. Chris Cuomo, youngest brother of Andrew Evil Eyes Cuomo, the former governor. Ah, uh, yes, the one that CNN at nighttime. Well, it used to be CNN. At first it was the Clinton News Network, then it was the Cuomo News Network, then he was on the outside looking in. And now he's trying to hook up again. But on his podcast that nobody listens to. He has zero subscribers. He says that he drinks a lot of alcohol, but he's not a drunk. He's not an alcoholic. He's not a lush. Oh, it sounds like an Irish person says that, but it's more like a lying. Stitch. But isn't that what Frank the Mama Luke Morano says, right? It might be that way. Frank drinks six, count them, six martinis by 12 noon each day. 12 martinis? Yeah, no, that's not for me. And he says, Frank Morano says, I drink a lot, but I'm not a lush. I'm not a drunk. I'm not an alcoholic. Uh, That sounds like an alcohol to me. You know, Frank Morano, your mama Luke, you're like two peas in a pot, a horse in a sandwich, a soup. And, wait a second, horse in a sandwich, no, a horse (laughs) in a carriage, a soup in a sandwich. You know, maybe I've had a little to imbibe during lunch. Well, maybe I had a little bit too much. Frank Murano and Chris Fredo Cuomo. They're like brothers. Are birds of a feather, and they flock together by drinking martinis. Exactly, it's like two breads trying to make a toast. But both say they're not alcoholics. Sure, they're maybe not alcohols, but they... Maybe just snuck into a, an Irish pub, having the drinking of their lives like a drunken hardy boys, and then go party. That's right. And they claim they drink a lot, though, like a sponge. Oh, yeah. They're a sponge on the inside. So this is what I suggest to the Frank Mamaluca Moranos and the Fredos, the Chris Cuomos of the world. Oh. It should take you three days, 72 hours, to get enough moisture in your mouth to spit. For you, it should be prohibition because you guys can't control yourselves. Yeah, you can't control the alcoholics. And I thought we Irish drink harder than ever. We Irish? You're Irish? Oh, you're Polish. Polish, Polish drink a lot. But I'll tell you this much. Today it may be martinis. Tomorrow it'll be wild Irish rose. And then it's the Ukrainian vodka days. And then Ernest and Julio G, 99 cents, screw off the cap, chemical wine. Pretty soon you're going to be laying in the streets like winos with Mad Dog 2020 
and Midnight Express. And a bottle of Jack to go with the after dinners. I'm telling you, we need to do an intervention. The prohibition will continue again. We need to intervene to save Frank the Mameluke Morano and Fredo Chris Cuomo. Yes, and also preserve their health. That's right. That's right. It's time to get dry. Dry. Oh, Howard, Howard, Howard. You're a recluse. You never go outside. You never shake hands. You're a germaphobe. And recently I heard that uh, you said you wanted to run for president if for no other reason than to beat, to beat Donald Trump. You used to be one of your best guests, your best friend. You even said that. And you were going to have Bradley Cooper, who was snacking on, the former wife of uh, Anthony Weiner. You're going to have him on as your ticket, your vice president. And he said, high five, high five. Now, come on. You played this game once before with us. You said you were going to run for governor against Mario. Facha Bruta Cuomo. King Cuomo the first. Remember, you said you were going to run on the libertarian line. It's the year that Pataki challenged Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo. You said you were for the death penalty. But you also said that in running for office, you weren't going to show the books. You weren't going to show how much you were worth, how much you made. Now, guess who recently did that? The guy that you are claiming is now no longer your friend but a fiend, Donald Trump. He refused to show his tax records. Now, back then, you were saying, why should I have to show my tax records to run for governor of New York? In the election 2016 and 2020, Donald Trump refused to show his tax records. So I would have thought you were on board with that. But you know what this is. This has nothing to do with Howard Stern wanting to run for president. This has nothing to do with your sudden newfound hate of Donald Trump, who used to be your best buddy, and by the way, one of your best guests, this all has to do with the fact that you got caught using the N-bomb over and over and over. And you thought, "Uh uh-oh, all of a sudden it's going to be lights out. All of a sudden they're going to brand me a racist, a supporter of Donald Trump, a reactionary right-winger, a proud boy, an oath keeper. God only knows what they would have maligned you as. But you all of a sudden had an epiphany. You woke up, and now this is a guy you normally would have made fun of, Joe Biden. Now you're a supporter of his. Come on. This doesn't sound right. This sounds like you're just just trying to keep an audience. You're just feeding the beast. So A number one, used to be best friends with Trump, used to be one of your regular guests. Oh, he's saying almost the same things then that he's saying now. Now he's no good. Back then he was great. You say you're going to run for president To prevent Trump from getting elected president, that would mean you'd be taking Republican votes and you now cast yourself as a moderate Republican. I don't know you uh, ever to be a moderate Republican. You were always a libertarian. And then lastly and most importantly, you're a germaphobe. You're a recluse. You never go outside. The hell, even Donald Trump was a germaphobe and he had to get over that when he ran for president of the United States. So don't try to fake us out. Don't try to reinvent yourself. Don't try to have an epiphany. Don't try to become number one attacker of Donald Trump. There's plenty of things to say that are bad about Donald Trump. But you, king of the hill of that, it don't fly. It doesn't pass. Distinct test. And with your schnoz, Howard, you should have been able to pick up that stink first and foremost before anybody else. <laughs>